Okay, Sarah, would you rather only read Harlequins that were published pre the year 2000 or post the year 2000? Oh gosh, that's a hard one. I love the old ones, but I love the new ones too. You're mean. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, I was kind of mean on these ones. Do you know what? I'm going to cheat just a little and I'm going to say anything after 2000 because they're starting to do a lot of bind ups of the old stuff. So as long as the edition was brought out new or then I'll. Yeah. Yeah, Sorry. (laughs) So (laughs) that's how I'm going to work. Fair enough. Yeah. Yay. (laughs) Next one. Would Mm -hmm. you rather read only authors that you are familiar with or only new to you authors? I think I think I'd go with only new to me authors because I I'd want I'd still want to get that new experience, but that would be very difficult to give up all of my favorite authors that I'm already already read or have read or reading right now. Especially when they're like in a series or something like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So would that mean going forward, I could only read one book by by a new person? And so yeah, if they yeah. have like a whole series, you have to get the best one. <laughs> Sister Becca would have a very difficult time with that. Yes. <laughs> you have to be asking us, so what happens in Darby's next book? I just want to know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just give me the summary. <laughs> just give me the summary. <laughs> All right. On a desert island, would you rather have the entire Nocturne collection Mm. or the entire current Presents line collection? Oh, Presents. Presents. Yeah, Yeah, because you know, you know, I mean, I like Nocturne, don't get me wrong, but Presents, there are so many authors in Presents, like Maisie Yates Mm -hmm. and Lucy. Yes. And, you know, like... (laughs) I mean, oh, that would be, I, I, I can, I can hear Brie going, oh, the Nocturne, the Nocturne. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I think I'd go Nocturne too, because if I read too many presents on a desert island, I might get too hopeful and I'd be like, no, a billionaire's coming on his yacht any moment to save me. So. <laughs> <laughs> so going on to that whole Nocturne thing, cause you are definitely a paranormal reader where I yes, am not. I am. Would you rather read Nocturnes only about witches or only about vampires? Oh, oh, that's tough. So I do enjoy my vampires, but you know, I think I'm going to go witches because mm-hmm. I think I just like that character dynamic better, and it it makes for fun things like you know the spells gone wrong and things like that, which I which I really love in a paranormal. Yeah, I think with now again, this is not my forte, but the mythology with vampires is kind of set in stone. Yeah. This is how it is. Whereas mm-hmm. witches, as an author, you could do whatever you want. It's like this is what my witch can do. You know what I exactly. mean? Exactly. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. more play involved. I love reading about witches. There's that book by Evelyn Vaughn. She wrote the AKA Goddess that we all read. It was the second in yes. the series. Oh my god, that series is so good about sister witches. Gotta love it. I'll have to. I'll, yeah, I'll have to read a definitely read some more yeah. in that in that the series. bombshell line. Yes. Or if you could have one um, ended line of Harlequin back, would you rather have duets or temptation? Oh, that's a hard one. I would say duets. Because that was my first. Uh They were my first. And I love the romantic comedy aspect. And I feel like Temptation ended well. They knew it was ending. They gave it the ending it deserved. Okay, good. But duets. I just encourage so many people just to go and pick. They're probably in your thrift store. Just grab one. Mm -hmm. They're delightful. (laughs) They're just delightful. (laughs) All right. I'll have to do that. (laughs) 
So I know you were saying about Darby's book, because I haven't gotten to it yet, speaking mm-hmm. of Miss Darby. But I think those books are being written in first person, am I correct? They are, yes. Okay. So would you rather read first, second, or third character point of view? I would rather read third person point mm-hmm. of view. And I don't think if you if you put a gun to my head, I don't think I could mention any second person book that I've, that I've read or just... <laughs> <laughs> Because it's just, it's such a, I, I don't know, it just doesn't seem like it's either first or third in a lot of published works. You know, I'm yeah. sure there's, I'm sure there's some second person out there, but it seems like much of a more, I guess, just like literary challenge to, to write that point of view. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I like being in everyone's head instead of, instead of just one person's head. I agree. Now I just finished a book that wasn't a Harlequin, but the author wrote the entire novel in both both first and third person and within the same chapter you jump between them but it was and actually it is well in a way it's category because it's linda castillo who used to write for the romantic suspense line and now she writes Uh, these amish mysteries like thriller mysteries yeah and like you know you're reading like from the killer's perspective then all of a sudden you're jumping into the head of the cop so well done only some people can do it you know what i mean yeah yeah absolutely Yeah. yeah okay if you had to give up a trope would you rather give up enemies or rivals to lovers or childhood friends to lovers (gasps) but they're both so good (laughs) i do love the friends the childhood friends there's just something so sweet about so it would have to be the the enemies yeah 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 for sure for sure um yeah I just love both of them. I know. I know. <laughs> you know so me hard. so well, Aaron. It's like you've been listening for a while. <laughs> I just, I saw this one online and I just thought it was so fun. Would you rather be in charge of deciding how your favorite series ends or how your favorite author's next book starts? Oh, you know, I, I would go with how my favorite author's next book starts. Because I don't want to, I don't want to know how a book ends. So I wouldn't want to be in charge of that unless it's my own book. So. Yep. Yep. Yeah. But definitely <laughs> that seed of, of what are we, what are we starting from? Oh yeah. I'll, I'll just, I'll just tell you what to start from. And then you bloom that idea and give it to <laughs> exactly, us. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Here, I'll give you the framework. I was in um, a live chat yesterday and we were talking cozy mysteries and we were talking pleading mm-hmm. the fish by Julianne uh-huh. Lindsay and someone has finished it. And I'm like, I don't want to know. I don't yeah. want to know how it ends. <laughs> I, I was just, ab- just about to say, don't tell me anything, Sarah. <laughs> don't tell me. I don't want to know. <laughs> So I stole this one from Becky Feldman, who does a great job hosting the Too Stupid to Live podcast. (laughs) But it's, so would you rather be back in Regency times and there's, you know, you're you're a lady and you're not allowed to own property and you're pretty much our property by by your father or your husband, Mm -hmm. but like there's, there's a really handsome Duke there. Or would you rather be in modern times and have your match be a complete alpha hole? Oh God. <laughs> My first thing that I thought was Anthony Bridgerton and I'm like, send me, send me to Regency Times. <laughs> yeah. I will take Anthony any day of the week. <laughs> own me, own me, sweetheart. <laughs> I'm good with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, if I could just meet Jonathan Bailey in real life, that would just there be There you brilliant. go. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I was saying something to my mom about it and she says, I heard he's gay. And I'm like, yeah, because that's what was holding me back. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's where it was, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> 
So the lovely Brie knew we were doing this, so she sent us a bunch of questions. Yes. So we'll go back and forth. I'll start. I'll read one, and then we'll we'll both answer. So her first question, defining book from your childhood, a book that you read during your youth that you felt totally different from anything else you'd ever been reading at the time. So I was not much of a reader until Mm -hmm. probably my junior year in high school is when I actually started, was able to start reading for pleasure. But so at this point, I was probably only reading assigned reading or attempting to read assigned reading in class, which was some very focused things like Hiroshima, Tale of Two Cities, Romeo and Juliet, those kind of things. But I was, for some reason, we were assigned Alice in Wonderland by okay. Lewis Carroll. And that was just such a different experience than anything I'd ever read, especially a school assignment. (laughs) Yeah, just reading it, you're like, this guy obviously did so many drugs. (laughs) Why why are we being assigned this to read in school? (laughs) Oh, my God. It's yeah, it's that's my favorite Disney movie. And it wasn't until recently that I have. I read it as a child, like my dad read it to me, mm-hmm. but it wasn't until I read it like last year as an adult and I went, what the hell is this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I've, I've never read a book that made me feel like I was on drugs. Just reading right, through yeah. it. Yeah. I, didn't, I know I'm in high school, but I didn't do that many today. I mean, this is... yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For me, it was like, I, of course, read since I was a kid Mm -hmm. and I was reading the Babysitter's Club. I was reading Sweet Valley. I was reading Nancy Drew. And then, you know, in in our high school, everybody would like sit outside their lockers at lunchtime. And a lot of people read, right? It wasn't just Uh a certain group of kids, but I saw a lot of people reading Anne Rice and I'm like, oh, those look good. And I read my first adult book outside of like Sweet Valley and all that was Mm -hmm. um, The Witches. Was that what it was called? The first one in her witch series? Uh, I'm not sure, but I remember she well, wrote you know a witch series after, yeah, after the yeah, whole it, blow up of Interview with a Vampire and everything. Yeah, I read that later, Interview later, but it was the mm-hmm. witch one that got me started. And it was like a thousand pages and I oh, had yeah. a mass market paperback that I would carry in my backpack. And oh yeah, I just felt so grown up reading that book. <laughs> I <laughs> right. don't know what it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she didn't write short books. I mean, I'm sure she probably did, but her, her big ones, yeah. Or big. But she is. She was good at what. She, and so, as someone who is not a fan of paranormal, she was damn good at what she did. Oh yeah, I've, I've actually never read one of hers, so I'll definitely have to pick one. Oh, up. you need to. Yeah. They're really yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Bree. Second question is: Tell us about a memorable scene from one of your 2022 reads. So as soon as I saw this question, the first thing that I thought it was a book I'm reading right now, which is called Not the Witch You Wed by April Asher. So I've only just started it. So there's a scene at the beginning. They're all at this like ski resort. It's three. Tw- it's a set of triplets. And the mm-hmm. bookish triplet is in the library. And the other sister's like, what are you doing? We're like at this beautiful resort for skiing. And <laughs> yeah. you're here reading a book. And she says, I fail to see the problem. I'm like, yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just connected with her on, on every level. So that's the one that stuck out at me the most, probably because I just read it, but it, it's really cute so far. Oh, good, good. What about you? For me, it was uh, from A Reckless Match by Kate Bateman. So this was one of my book club books. Mm-hmm. And it begins with this rivalry of two families that their land goes right up against each other. And there were so many family disputes along the along the, his, the generations that the royalty, the king actually had to step in himself and put like a neutral zone in between their properties. And they had to have a representative come each year and shake hands to acknowledge the agreement, even though these families hated each other. And of course, it's it's. Um, 
Oh, and if one of the families didn't show up to shake hands, the other family would get their land. So, <laughs> so <laughs> it, our female main character is convinced that everyone from this family is is gone mm-hmm. this year, and it's gonna it's gonna be hers. But of course, shows up the childhood rival that she of had, or, or childhood somewhat bully, um, <laughs> actually shows up last minute. It's like you didn't think you'd actually get my land, would you? <laughs> And it was it was such a great remute remute cute. Oh, that's yeah. sweet. I love it. Yay. Question number three. Share with us one author whose complete bibliography you want to read. So I actually haven't read anything by this author yet, but I've been hearing so much about her lately, and it's Nalini Singh, and she writes shifter romances, paranormals, and everyone just has great things to say about her. So I definitely want to dive into her backlist. Check her out. I have not read any of her shifters, of course, but I have read her thrillers, which are fabulous. Really good. Really good. Um, yeah, she's she's great. Um, for me, I had to think about this one. I mean, I've read pretty much Heather Graham's entire backlist. She's a huge favorite of mine. Uh-huh. I, I mean, talking about Bridgerton, I've read the Bridgerton series and the Smythe Smith Quartet by Julia Quinn, but I'd mm-hmm. love to delve into the rest of her yeah. stuff. Yeah. So I think that's one author that I'd like to do that with. Definitely. She's probably got a pretty big one too. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. If you were told you had to pick one book that you've read once before and it be the only book that you read and reread during an upcoming month, what book would you pick knowing that you could potentially get something out of it with each new read? <laughs> yeah. At us with the question. <laughs> right. As soon as I read, as read the beginning of this one, I went right away. Outlander. Oh. I would reread Outlander. I would do a reread of that yearly. I love that book. And it's literally every time I read it, I really do pick up something else that I missed in a previous oh, reading. Because yeah. it's there's so much to that book. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. yeah. So that's the one that yeah. I would. All right. I picked The Left Hand of Darkness by Ursula K. Le Guin. Ooh. This one's kind of out of the out of the the podcast box here. That's okay. But it's a it's a science fiction, but it's this really interesting premise that this this man, this human goes to, well, it's I mean, it's still a human planet, but the way the populace has evolved, there's a very strange gender dynamic that there's the humans there have like a, a mating period every month. And when they're not in the mating period, they're just a neutral gender. Okay. But when they are, they become they their body changes to either a male or a female for, you know, know those few days sure. or whatever and, and it's just such an interesting take on mm-hmm. gender roles and things like that and when you know someone you know a human familiar to us is in that society and and everything so there's there's a lot to yeah there's a lot to digest in that whole that whole story there sure oh wow that sounds really interesting i have to look that one up would you rather be the main protagonist in a romance with your least favorite trope or be the villain in a romance with your all-time favorite trope see this one was hard because <laughs> probably my favorite trope is um forced proximity only one bed type yeah. but if i was the villain in that i you know i wouldn't get anything out of it <laughs> so, <laughs> but i know it's very fun to it's it's probably more fun to be the villain than to be the protagonist you know yeah yeah <laughs> and, yeah and my least favorite trope is 
is Love Triangle, mm -hmm. which uh, it's too much drama for me to be in the middle of that. So, I I, but I think I, but I think I'd go with um, protagonist in my least favorite because at mm -hmm. least I know I'd have the the HGA after all of after all is said and done. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I had to think about this one because I'm like, okay, so like my favorite trope is the childhood friends to lovers or uh, enemies to lovers, and then I thought, well, but if I'm the villain in a favorite yeah. trope, wouldn't that be the enemies to lovers? Wouldn't I be the enemy? Oh. And oh, then yeah. you get, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or maybe I'm overanalyzing. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, I'll, I'll accept it. That's <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to say villain because, and exactly as you said, sometimes it's fun to be the villain. Yes. yes as long as nobody gets hurt, it's fun to be the villain. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Tell us one of your bookish, unpopular opinions. Oh my gosh. I had to really think about this one. I just... <laughs> especially within the romance community. I don't see the hype with um, motorcycle romances and stuff like that. I know that they're okay. big. Yeah. I know dark. And I just read one this month and I just, they're not for me. I'm sorry. They're not mm -hmm. for me. I, I just, the dark romance is where I, it's just not romantic. That's not yeah. where I gravitate towards. Yeah, so that's probably I, my I, unpopular opinion. I kind of feel the same way. I mm -hmm. probably should read, well, maybe try and give Motorcycle Club, a, you know, another another chance. But the one that I read trying out the genre was probably not the one at all for me to read. It was it was too dark for my tastes there. So, yeah. <laughs> I have to say, though, on that point, I did read a YA series a number of years ago by Katie McGarrity mm -hmm. called Thunder Road, which is mm -hmm. motorcycle, but it's YA. So it's like motorcycle light. Yeah. You might really like them if you haven't read them. Uh -huh. They're quite good. Mm -hmm. Well, in that book you read with Kelly recently, too, I was I was watching your Instagram live yeah. and that sounded it. That sounded yeah, motorcycle, that motorcycle light, too. Light. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about you so for me I, I might have people coming after me for this but i get nothing out of the smell of a physical book it, <laughs> it does absolutely nothing for me but i hear i mean lane loves they get they will pick up an old book and be like oh and they just put their nose in it and take a big sniff and i'm <laughs> like i don't i don't get it i don't get i don't, it. I don't, I don't know <laughs> yeah. I don't get it that is hilarious i remember steve donahue did a video years ago about that and he like it was like a three minute long video i think it's like his <laughs> most popular video and he's like you know that smell and he like sniffs and he goes, yeah. that's mold you deal with it and he like drops the book in the garbage it was hilarious <laughs> but i had friends back when i knitted like and like i still knit but like when i was really big into it in the knitting community who would buy new yarn and smell it and i'm like really it's yarn like, yeah I yeah I, that whole thing you know mm -hmm. but whatever yeah um, I'm, I'm told that i have just no sense of smell anymore so i'll oh, okay. <laughs> i'll just blame it on that that'll do it that'll do yeah. it share a read that feels perfect for springtime reading well i've got one that i need to read here in the next few days and that's a six days of spring by charlie james we're going to be mm. talking with her soon mm -hmm. and so i've got a copy of that from uh i think it was book funnel i got a mm -hmm. copy of that so definitely just got spring in the title so uh that's that's definitely that's a one. one right that's a Thule, yeah okay 
and then bloom where you're planted talking about miss yes. darby again yes. so that one the cover and just the, the title and everything and it's mm -hmm. also about new beginnings so mm -hmm. definitely a spring read nice i just finished it last night and i thought it was absolutely delightful it was her easter prayer or yeah her easter prayer by lee tobin mclean um it's an inspirational love inspired romance it's okay. easter so i mean yeah. you know it it is of course faith faith based but it mm -hmm. wasn't overly faith-based and yeah. it was just very sweet redemption and it, perfect spring spring in the colorado mountains it was beautiful oh, and i beautiful. absolutely loved it yeah, yeah yeah so i would recommend that one to people just before we head out of here uh how did your march go aaron for reading how did you do so my march i read 12 things and i actually read so i read you know quite a few categories but i also read a middle grade mm. which was amari and the night brothers by bb okay. alston mm -hmm. which was really fun it was it was just a great uh great kind of outside my normal trend reading mm -hmm. there so it was another book club book but uh lots of fun mm -hmm. kept reading uh, read it within you know a couple days it was mm -hmm. it was really easy to, to digest and everything but nice. probably my favorite thing i read in march was the rules of the red hot reunion by joss wood nice. so that one that one i read in one sitting it was it oh, was wow. so much fun yeah <laughs> Oh, I can't wait. I've got that on my list to get to. I read 20 books in March. I don't Ooh, know right. how or why. <laughs> I'm like looking at the numbers going, really? Uh, but I was a co-host for March Mystery Madness. So I read mm -hmm. a lot of like mystery thrillers. Yeah. I didn't read as many categories. I read an intrigue and a special edition and one other and mm -hmm. I can't remember. But like I was reading like, and I'm not, I do like thrillers, but I was reading a lot of them. Yeah. I did read a middle grade as well to participate in middle grade March. But my okay. favorite book of the month, my five-star read of the month the book of cold cases by simone st james omg right. if you like a ghost story uh -huh. you need to read that book it was okay. so good it was like literally i'm reading it at night going all right it's time for bed now yeah <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, maybe no, not maybe one. not bedtime reading. Huh? No, it wasn't. It wasn't when, <laughs> yeah. when you know you you hear steps on the stairs and you know there's blood uh -huh. coming from the faucets and I'm like, oh, <laughs> did Stephen King write this? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I think with a title like that, that it would be true crime, but it's ghost stories. It's what it was is it's a girl who has a podcast of true crime and okay. she, there was this murder that happened in her town back in the 70s and she's now interviewing the woman who was charged but not convicted with these murders. Okay. And there's a ghost aspect as well. So right. it's a lot of things. Yeah. 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 So anything else? What are you reading right now? What am I? Uh, so I'm reading uh, Tempted by the Badge by Deborah Fletcher Mello. And that Ooh. is, that's a, an actual just, I'm just reading it for pleasure. And Ooh. it's a romantic suspense. So mm -hmm. I'm, I, you know, we were talking about this when we were talking romantic suspense about how some people would just prefer to just read a mystery, like an intrigue or, or a thriller book. And sure. I kind of get that vibe sometimes. I'm enjoying this one a whole lot, but mm -hmm. there are moments where I'm like, get back to the case. Yeah. Let's, just get, let's get back to the case. Yeah. I don't <laughs> care about the romance. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I know they like each other. Like, we'll get to that later. Let's, yeah, yeah, let's yeah. solve this case. Solve the mystery. Someone is after you right now. There's time for that yeah. later. <laughs> I am starting today uh, The Highlander Stolen Bride by Madeline Martin, which is a historical. Scotland, 1360. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, ooh, 
So I do like a good Highlander, but I'm not really one for medieval. So this should be interesting. We'll yeah. See. We'll see what I think about it. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, let us know. Definitely. Absolutely. So yeah. So that is it, you guys. I hope that you enjoyed this kind of fun little chatty episode, uh, getting to know Aaron a little bit better. And we will talk to you guys in our next episode. Take care, everybody. Bye. Bye.